Yeah, I heard you misgendering me. <laughs> yeah, I know. I try. I work so hard on that. No worries. My bad. I was saying though that me, um, okay. me getting to pray with you every week has really helped with mm, that makes sense. the habit. I'm I'm grateful for an opportunity where it's easier for me to not misgender other people because I have this weekly practice. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, and you say like my pronouns or lack thereof like 10 times every Monday morning. So exactly. It's so helpful. I don't have a lot of practice. Mm. All right. So I'm That's apologizing if events. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, I'm just going to walk up to anyone with, with the, a, program, a pronoun that has changed from when I originally knew them and just be like, I am so sorry. Like, I'd be trying my best. <laughs> And I, I'm so I celebrate when I get it correctly. Okay, moving on. All right. Well, welcome to the Drunken Church, ladies. Welcome. Happy 2020, everybody. I'm happy that Miss Penny is awake and alive. We're recording this earlier in the day. And I'm happy that you're awake mm. and alive. Yes. Sister <laughs> Penny is is at her best. I'm I'm thinking consciously about pro, every pronoun I'm at using today. Because we are with the illustrious Sean Coleman, who uses the they-them pronoun. Yes. And Miss Petty is going to work. Sister Petty is planning to work very, very hard at at not misgendering Sean Coleman. I'm on top of it. So, Sean, we're we're really, really happy to have you here. This is your third time on the podcast. You're... You're like Woo-hoo. one of those people like, you know how the SNL has like the five time host club. Like, I feel as if you being <laughs> a three time drunken church ladies guest is really significant. We've had you more on more than anyone, but I've never actually that. been it's on so with giving. you. Do you realize that you and I have never been on this podcast <laughs> together? That's pretty funny. So you, me, 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 the person I'm speaking to, this is the Rev. I'm here with Sister Petty. We fail to introduce ourselves, but that's something that we do sometimes. Um, Sean, really, really glad that we just saw you last week. We did we did this this burning yes. bowl that that we have this tradition. I think we talked about it at the last couple of podcasts, um, but we have this tradition that we do that Sean leads this for us every year. Burn, so we just saw you last burn. week. But how have you been since we saw you last? Yeah, thanks for asking. Yeah, um, yeah, I do love having that regular tradition with y'all. I think rituals are really important for connection. So mm. if listeners, if y'all don't already have rituals with your friends, with your community, I highly encourage it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, spiritual ones are great. Also just, you know, hanging out, having potlucks and stuff. That stuff's important too. Um, I am doing well. Yes, I love this time of year because it's like an opportunity to like to reconnect with the things that, I want, you know, and mm-hmm. to like boldly claim it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's a lot of like naysayers out in the world. People when like you say like, you know, this year I'm going to do this. This time it's going to be different. And people will be like, mm, okay, sure. It's like, but, like you've been I the same like, motherfucker the past. Right? <laughs> All the years I know you. How the hell are you going to be different this year? That's what I want right? to. I want to put that on everybody's timeline. Everybody loses some weight. Everybody getting their money together. Getting a new baby daddy. You know, that type of thing. It's like, you do this shit every goddamn year. I'm sorry, go ahead. 
I'll, I'll give that's, Sean that's credit really though. Funny. I, I've known Sean for about 15 years now, and Sean is a complete. Sean is a new motherfucker every goddamn month. That's like, so, I, I mean. <laughs> thank like, you. You are one thank person you. in my life where I met you, and it's like, oh, this is Sean. Nope, I had no fucking clue who Sean was. If you thought you knew, you you gonna have to get to know Sean again. Whatever Sean you th- you thought you met <laughs> five years ago is so far from the Sean that if you're meeting you don't today. Know, now you know. So I will give you that. You. I, I believe you when you say you're gonna reset. I completely <laughs> believe you. It's a whole new person. When I met Sean, let, let me let me just like put into context the Sean that I met. Yes, please. Um, so the Sean I met was was went by Patricia. That's that's how much of a shift there has been. So I met Sean in Iowa in 2003 as Patricia. Sean was very early in the exploration. I shouldn't say. Well, there was a conversation about gender identity at the time in, in the country that was really early. And Sean was at, was at the beginning of that. I think it was 2002. Yeah, Wasn't it? Or was it 2000? Okay. Um, yeah, because 2003 is when I graduated from undergrad. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what it was. So, um. Sean was really involved in these gender organizations at a time where conversations about gender were just starting to take place. And but the Sean I met was was named Patricia, um, had hair, although you have hair now. So like your hair has changed dramatically over the last 15 years Um, and was a was about to go into grad school. So there was a whole like education was a foundation of who who Patricia was and Sean and education have a very different relationship, wouldn't you say? Yeah, that's like, fair. Patricia Patricia was like this is that formal education was something that was incredibly important to Patricia, and I feel like Sean recognizes that the education of life has more value than what happens in schools. Is that? fair to say? Yeah, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. I feel like um, like today, I just have a lot more knowledge about what's available and what's out there in the world. Mm -hmm. And also, I feel like we're at a time in our country where it's easier to access you know, mm-hmm. like all this dif- these different, um, yeah, these different programs, workshops, events, and um, communities, you know, and, and YouTube channels. <laughs> like, you know, et cetera, so that we can yes. learn and grow in magnificent ways that are either not available to us in some cases or were not as easily available to us. You know, we couldn't just Google what we wanted to learn and find a list of different, you know, schools, communities, or groups that were doing that type of thing. I love it. So I couldn't fully, like, I, I'm feeling like I'm doing a terrible job of explaining how different Patricia is from Sean. But I think even the name change, the clarity of um, gender identity and the relationship to education is good enough for me for now. Do you have any sort of like big changes based on who you know knew of yourself to be at the time and who you are now that you wanted to point out that I'm missing? Because you're in your own skin. You know yourself better than you. That's fair. I feel like, um, thank you, a few things I would definitely love to point out. One of it is around like love. Like love is such an important thing to me these days. Mm. And like, obviously love has always been important, but it wasn't like my driving force in the same way at that time when you met me. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, like, it's just like, yeah, it's like 
ground me and it's so so wonderful. Is that what cuddling I'm, about like loving on everybody? Yes, because we we have not mentioned yet. If you hadn't heard Sean on previous podcasts, you wouldn't know that Sean is a professional cuddler. Yeah, I think, I think y'all said it. But oh, yeah. okay. Is, is, that, is that about oh, yeah. loving on everyone? I've been drinking. I don't. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Um, but yeah, um, I mean that's that's part of it. It's it's not about loving necessarily on everyone in the way that I think you're implying. <laughs> but it's it's more about um, just like you know seeing the love in everyone, allowing yourself to connect in more meaningful ways you know, with people who you want to connect with. Not saying that you have to connect with everyone, but just that having more of an ability to do so and to reap the benefits of that, you know? Um, also wanted to throw out, out, yes, consensual, yes, that's important. <laughs> also wanted to throw out here real quick, like I'm a no shade, uh, I'm glad that you see transformation. I appreciate the, the affirmations of that from both of you. Um, I'm totally cool with y'all uh, talking about Patricia versus Sean. I want to make sure I mention that uh, a lot of trans folks and um, non-binary folks who have changed their names are not on board with having their names thrown out there in that same way. So, mm. you know, I just wanted to, to to mention that for people who might be yeah kind of new to talking about yes. trans community. Not, not y'all, but no, like just in general. I genuinely appreciate that PSA. I think that's something that's really important. And because- notice that was the Rev and not me. <laughs> because this conversation, oh, no, you're good. You're good. this conversation is the sort of thing that that isn't happening in every platform, I, in every I, context. I, so I don't I, like my mm-hmm. uh, gov- government name. I believe that PSAs <laughs> are important so that people understand that just because something was done in this context does not mean that it's appropriate for others. Thank you very much for I pointing that out. I fight with somebody called yeah. by my government name. <laughs> yes, thank you for mentioning that. <laughs> we fight in homes right, 2020 because, calling us yes. by our government name. Yes. Right. So I, just because that's my government name doesn't mean you can use it. Come yes, on. Yes, <laughs> exactly. That show, Work in Progress, on um is it mm-hmm. on Showtime does a really good job of having that kind of conversation and that's weaved mm. into the plot. I love it. Highly recommend that show. Miss Petty, Sister Petty, how are you doing? How you doing? Don't in be my Wendy Williams mislabeling voice. me with Miss Petty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mistitled. Whew, okay, I'm back. Um, <laughs> I'm doing good. And I am appreciating 2020. 2019, let me get back. Let me rewind. 2019 was such a pivotal <laughs> year for me. Primarily... Some big things happened. A bitch turned 40. Yes. And that was huge. And I felt like from that, I started looking at life a little differently. Mm. As well as my mom retired. So those were like two significant things. As well as I had a close family member lose a member, um, a finger. So, Mm. you know, throughout a process. So those three things were like, huge to me in terms of impacting how I see life. If someone, that mm. person lost a member had kind of a life-threatening thing going on. So it just propelled me to really think about what impacts I want to leave on the world, as well as thinking about my my long-term goals. Because it's like 40 more years, you know, shit's about to wrap up in <laughs> 40 more years. Even if I take care of myself, like we have a life expectancy. So 
Um, That's fair. Over the holiday, it was just really cool, and it meant a lot for me to see some people I hadn't seen in a while. I got to meet my little baby cousin. Mm. Her little shade threw herself at two. Very smart. (laughs) Adorable. You know, badass. And another cousin that I hadn't got to see in a while, as well as some other family members that I see probably too much. No, I'm just kidding. Not too much. But... um, (laughs) But over that time, we also finished the the holiday with the um, meditation retreat. And I'm in Mm. silence a lot. Like, I'm not really a people person. I'm a lot of times back in the cut of the party thinking. (laughs) I'm not the center of attention. But um, over this time, I just really got to process some goals that I really... Just process some goals and just really come up with action plans. I'm not that good at coming up with action plans for things. And as well as I just started looking at some some interpersonal issues, some person to person relationship issues and just really see my some areas where I can improve uh, with my relationships with people. So I just felt like so last year was a year of transition for me, Um, new job, new house and a new city. Um, lots of great things happening. Um, and I'm so happy my mom retired and she was a bit more financially stable than she realized with all of her different plans and planning. So that was beautiful. Um, but also it, this year for me is more about becoming like really looking at myself and what I want, self care and, yeah, my relationships and just the things that are really important to me in life. Just really focusing on those, really becoming, becoming more aware about how I spend my time, treasure, and resources. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's it. So I think I'm doing great. Like I feel like I've I've never had a year where I just really sat down. And, and plan things out and looked at myself, looked at the past, looked at the future in the way that I have starting this year. So I feel clear. That sounds powerful. Yeah, yes. I'm a fan. Yes. I love it. Sister Penny's definitely been leading into this idea. She got me the Becoming Journal, the Michelle Obama Becoming Journal for Christmas and came mm. through for these Christmas presents. She made, she got a custom made stole with the name of my spiritual center, Spirit Uncensored, and rainbows Damn. on it. The logo, not just the name, yes, honey. The, the logo. logo. The logo is graphically Our logo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and this custom-made stole, which which was... With the rainbow. The, the perfect time yes. for me as, as I've been embracing who I am as a minister. This whole minister mm. thing was such an accidental experience for me. And... You know, went into ministerial school specifically because I was trying to learn how to make the law of attraction work and it wasn't. So I was taking all of the classes and I never went into it with this intention of the impact that I want to make on the world as a minister. That was never what I was going for. And so the last three years of being a minister has been really getting in touch with and and in tune with and embracing this identity that I've been kind of confused by its its presence and existence. And so mm. I'm officially at a point where I'm comfortable and happy about the fact that I'm a minister and clear about what I want to do as a minister. So getting this custom stole from the wife was the perfect time to have this like mm. this art, like this, uh, 
you know, component, the symbolic component of owning the fact that I am a minister. So I'm, I'm really grateful and happy about that. I realized that we did not talk about what we drank in. We missed what we drank True. in. So I am drinking a coconut Merlin milk stout from Firestone. I have definitely made the transition to beer away from wine. Even though we started off as more like a wine podcast with the blood I'm of Jesus. So over wine. <laughs> yes. I me and me well, and California thing. To California. Oh my God. Yes. Wine tasted everywhere. We went in those first few years on wine tasting. I just can't anymore. So Miss Sister did. Petty is also drinking beer. Sister Petty is drinking a strong bowl. Go ahead. I am into my nutrition. I'm all about fruits and vegetables mm-hmm. this year. Yeah, this is okay. a hard apple cider, not a beer. Thank you. Oh, okay. As far as I know, hard <laughs> apple ciders and beer is exactly the same, but my bad. Yeah, yeah that, that that's a health drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is there's apple in this motherfucking side. And I bought some apples to go with it. Thank you. There are no apples okay. in here. Okay. There are literally no I apples in here. I had a gala apple this motherfucking morning in preparation for having this cider. Thank you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Sure. Not too much. So, what yeah, you I drinking? Mean, what you got? <laughs> yeah, so my throat's, you know, doing a little something today. Uh-huh. So, I actually am drinking... Um, Harney and Sons fine teas, uh, pumpkin spice. Mm, I like that pumpkin so, spice. I, mean, I guess, yeah, it's good, right? I have that at Sean's yeah, place. Yeah, I guess um, that must be yeah, that must be a health drink too, since it has pumpkin. pumpkin. In the yes, pumpkin. So yeah, it's a basic. Um, I wanted to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to circle back um, to like um, yeah, what you were saying, Sister Petty, about like um, how you're um, practicing more self care. And how you're like getting clear about how you want to spend your energy and stuff like that. And it made me think of this thing I found on Facebook the other day. And I'm going to read it real quick. It's short. Mm. But it is, self-care is not just bubble baths and going for massages. It is walking away from people who deeply suck, Mm. setting boundaries, and sometimes telling someone to fuck right off. Mm. Mm. Sister Petty does have a massage schedule later today. Though. I do. Oh, no. I mean, it's not just that. Life. You can I also have it the massages and bubble baths. <laughs> <laughs> In addition, but when, tell some motherfuckers right. the fuck off. Exactly. When Ooh. you're done with that massage. And, I, yeah. and I'm, you know, not uh, the biggest fan of being nude myself, but for a massage, I would get butt-ass naked without a thought. <laughs> they be like, okay, there's a towel and robe over there. I'm like, I don't even care. I'm just like doing my thing. <laughs> Get my massage on. You should see, see this if, cute little dance. If the, if the, kind of, if the right kind now. of parties were massage parties, like therapeutic massage, like I would be there. I ain't even about like you know, nestling up. I need some purposeful touch. Like get up in these yeah, sore traps. Like, you know, my rotator cuff literally, is a little stiff. You know, get up in that. You know, over half of the uh, cuddle events do um, do have some type of massage trains that just kind of organically happen. And I would say I've honestly never, ever been to a cuddle event where somebody wasn't full on cuddling, um, wasn't full on massaging somebody else. And some of the people, you know, because it is a community with a lot of people who are like alternative healers and stuff like that, a lot of the times there is someone present who is a full on certified massage therapist. So, oh, nice. you know, maybe you can just ask some questions about that. 
about that intentional right? talk. I feel like right? anything, <laughs> I, feel like anything I say, anything I say, you will be selling these cuddle parties. It's like, <laughs> like you're not wish, wrong. <laughs> like you are skilled at selling these cuddle parties. Yes, they Thank should you. be. Good job. When 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 yes. is it advocate for something? Fa- you got to be able to sell it, right? Mm-hmm. It's so real. That is so true. And I am a former telemarketer. I um I had to leave oh, that life quickly. Well, I remember that for that's, two reasons. That's the, the Sean I met. <laughs> I was it's true. I was I was really really good at it. And two, it like made my soul hurt <laughs> to mm. know like that, you know, that I was, yeah, that I was doing this. And I was like yeah, convincing people that they needed things they didn't necessarily need. Like, yeah, it doesn't feel good. But we so need cuddles. Now I get to, yes, I get to talk <laughs> to people about the things they could actually use in a loving and supportive way. Like I would never, ever pressure anybody to like attend, but I will highly encourage it and I will plug the fuck out of it. Um, my my next cuddle event is happening on January 24th. If you're in the Chicagoland area, go to iTouchPoints.com. Thank you. I love it. For real, I gave you and, credit. And you're about to be on television or something? Right, WCIU? Yes. Yeah, WCIU, um, The Jam is the name of the little, uh, the segment um, that I'll be on. Um, but yeah, it, it should be fun. It's like, I'm going to be interviewed about cuddles. We're going to demo, um, you know, one or two cuddle positions. And they also want me to talk, um, about, What's the cuddle um, like some of the benefits of cuddles. Oh yeah. I mean, just, I, you know, I like, just figured you, it was, you mentioned, y'all was spooning and shit. Like, I didn't. Uh, understandable. But yeah, there's a lot of different positions that people can <laughs> use for various reasons. You know, like spooning is definitely a common one for people who just kind of want to relax and stuff like that you know, or go to sleep, like that's a common one. But oftentimes too, people want to like maybe put their um their head in someone's lap. So that's an option. Mm. I personally, if I'm put like putting my head in someone's lap, I like to have a pillow there, you know, of my sense. personal comfort. But like, you know, everybody's different. Um, there also is something that I really like a lot called the popsicle. And it's like- Is that what somebody can, like, put lay... their cold feet on you? Because my wife does that. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's funny. cold ass feet. Yeah. It is real <laughs> That's a good name for that, but no. That's just like when you're like laying side by side and you're both laying on your backs and you're um just holding hands, like laying mm-hmm. next to each other. Oh, yeah, nice. so it can be a nice way to like connect but still have some personal space, especially if you like get really hot when you're like full on spooning and stuff. And for some people too, it can be nice to know that like they have like some kind of focal point like up at the ceiling or a wall or something like that so it doesn't feel as like energetically heavy to like be like full on spooning with somebody. Sister Penny does run hot. She's like the sun. That's why I put my cold feet on her. <laughs> I love it. Mind. I'm grateful mm-hmm. for it. So, Sean, you've you've mentioned that yes. Ch- Chicago Chicago winters are a great place um to to hold cuddle parties because that's the time of year that people are really interested in cuddling the most when they're really lacking cuddling in their lives. Chicago winter is the best reminder of that. How has it been? Our craziest story of the month is the fact that Chicago was 60 degrees when we were just there last week. While LA, we came back right. back to LA and there was snow 
in LA. People were wow. taking pictures. It was, know. we literally had ice on the windshield and we I didn't have Apple Valley. <laughs> and I, we were like, what the hell is up with this traffic? Are people going huh. to Vegas or what? And it was people stopping to take pictures of the snow. Yes. Because I mean, oh, it just doesn't happen here. Fair. But I don't I don't know if the world is ending. I but how how has Maybe. the fact that it's been sixty degrees in Chicago in the winter affected your cuddling business? Um, I don't think it has much, oh, honestly, just because of the fact that I'm looking out my window right now and there's snow on the ground. Oh, it came back. Um, it was just so that it's one week. Back and well, forth. it was just okay. one. Yeah. It was like, just for I mean, us. Yeah, it was just for y'all. It wasn't even a full week. But I was like, this is a <laughs> it was bull. Just What's like, the point of flying to Chicago for, for that cold? <laughs> I don't see no snow and shit. That's too funny. But yeah, like people here were tripping out on the fact that it was, yeah, close to 60 degrees on Christmas, but at the same time on um, Halloween, we had record lows. Yeah. And it was like full on snow on Halloween, Mm -hmm. you know? So yeah, it's been cold here. It's just, yeah, it was just weird. We just had that one week. Yeah, where it was it was the world conspired. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm I'm grateful for the fact that that we were able to travel in grace and mercy. Yeah. And that we got to everywhere yeah. we were trying to go. And regardless of the quote unquote yeah. snowstorm at Apple Valley, we survived. Mm-hmm. I got a yes, cut a question. Miss Sister yeah. Betty has a cut of question. Um okay. so I'm like a minimal touch person. So let's mm-hmm. say I went to a cuddle party. And you know that painting, The Creation of Adam, where it's like God has had his finger out to Adam Isn't and that Adam. the Sistine Chapel, the, the ceiling? Is this, this oh, what I'm going to show it to you? Yeah. yeah. Like that touch yeah. finger. Yeah. Is that considered the cuddling? Because that's the kind of cut. Like, I could go to a cuddle party and we could, like, touch fingers like that. Where I'm, like, yes. all physically all over here and you over there. And we just have this right, faint so connection. Things. Yes, right? Like, I, I personally do consider that cuddling. Um, a good friend of mine, this um, woman named Kat, uh, does some cuddle parties, and um, she often will uh, will mention when she's facilitating that you know people can start wherever they're at, and you know sometimes mm. that can mean you know not not cuddling or only giving hugs, and for some people that might mean doing the ET thing is how she mm-hmm. describes it, mm. you know, like the ET phone home thing where they just touch fingers, like that's that's you know like that was a thing for those of us who were a little older. Ouch. <laughs> we. Uh, we remember that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I also wanted to rem- um, to let people know for sure that like you don't have to cuddle at a cuddle party. Like, you know, it's definitely our cuddle can, up event. Like, I it's can sit back an and judge yeah. and stare at people. <laughs> you can take your judgy ass home. <laughs> All day. That's one thing I cannot do is to sit there and judge. You okay. cannot. Not okay. at my events. Nope. Okay, well, thanks. Nope. I'm just trying to see if there was a but you can't, you can't in this. sit back. <laughs> oh yeah, there is a no you can't. But you can't sit like, back like, and read like, your book. Like if you if you look over, because I don't know if you like, you know, patrolling or whatnot at the party, but like if you look over and someone has a judgmental look on their face over in the corner, is that like you can <laughs> you can go. You can go now. Like is that, is that what happens? <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Because <laughs> I have I, seen I'm not Sean get anybody serious. like that. No. Okay, I've seen Sean get serious about some things. So. <laughs> yes, I mean, you know, you gotta have strong boundaries. I believe in that. I believe in self care. I believe in telling people to fuck right off. You can I, go. I believe in. Is it. that a judgmental yes. look on your face? Bye. Okay. No, it would. It would be more likely that I would check in with the person and be like, "Hey, so you know, it seems like." uh 
like you might have some concerns coming up or, you know, that might be be something that's confusing to you based on the, the, the look on your face. You know, do you want to talk about that? You know, I try to pull them to the side and have a conversation. In a so loving figure way. Out what's in going a on. loving manner. Of course. Because, I mean, like, hey, you know, if ultimately they came and they figured out this wasn't for them, you know, like, that's a good realization. I want to help them figure that out. Or if it's just like they don't understand what's occurring, they have some questions, they're not sure how to get in, you know, and like how to like how to access the cuddles, basically, if they want to join in the cuddles, then I'm happy to help them and give them some tips to try to, you know, connect with people a little bit more, too. I very much want to mention that um, we've kind of interchangeably been using cuddle events, cuddle parties, cuddle up events, stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I um, want to express that like cuddle parties, specific trademark name, um, specific script. Um, I did do the foundations of facilitation training under cuddle parties. And so I do a lot of their um, their same agreements and um, and follow some of their same practices around consent and stuff like that. But my events are quite a bit different. Um, And I call my events cuddle up events. And um, one of the ways that I feel like my events are different is that like they very much have the the person in mind who's who's like who's clearly not a cuddle enthusiast and who also may have experienced some trauma and things like that and are kind of a little bit more hesitant, touch averse. Like I um, I tend to to speak more to touch averse um, communities. Mm-hmm. Sean is a fucking professional. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Thank you. right? And and I'm sure, grateful for it. I believe Jesus is weeping over Sister Petty's level of pettiness. Jesus is also weeping <laughs> over the fact that this is our very last Drunken Church mm. Ladies podcast. This is the end of an era. Uh, what is... Well, one, um, I... I am the senior minister of a spiritual center. And in my mind, when I created this, I created a monthly event. In the same way, Sean, you're talking about, you know, cuddle up parties. In my mind, I had yeah. this one event that I was doing. And in my head, I was not creating, building, leading a spiritual community of any kind. For some reason, mm. it, it was not my intention. But my reality is, is that, that I had one. And... I've been running this organization for about a year now, and I've learned a lot from it, and I'm grateful for it, but it's it's taking up a lot of my time. And as I've been thinking about ways yeah. to lean into pros- my, my intention for 2020 is prosperity. I am teaching You Are a Badass at Making Money program online. Check out RevKarenFrost.com for more info. Whoa, whoa. And um, we're, we're leading leaning into that idea through Spirit Uncensored next year. And I was realizing that this podcast has been such a blessing for me in learning my voice and speaking my truth and having a safe space to do that, having a space that's unfiltered, that is uncensored, that no one else gets to tell me what it is or how to make it work, that I get to just kind of bring myself to it. But I've recognized that the Drunken Church Ladies brand was a brand that was created that I did not, I didn't create. I just stepped into. Mm-hmm. And so it mm-hmm. it feels time and ready for me to move on from this. I, I've learned so many lessons from it, but I'm ready to close this chapter so that I can write a new book of my relationship to podcasting and using my voice in different ways. Mm-hmm. What? Okay. Sister Petty, you have any any thoughts about this being our, our final episode? Yes. Yes. Um I started this podcast with your, actually both of you guys as bestie. We were sitting around having some conversations 
And the idea of a podcast was presented to me. We had this friend um, who stayed in the same building with us, and we would just stay up having these long conversations, controversial <laughs> conversations. And we just both had interesting con- uh, points of view. And he was like, we need a podcast. Um, things didn't work out with he and I, but um, Sister Pisces and I, decided to go ahead and do it. And it was really fun to me. I was new to podcasting. Sister Pisces was more informed about podcasts, but I listened to a few. Um, came she up stayed with the like format. on the cutting edge. Yeah, she, really she does. is like all into the Twitters and all this other stuff that I was not into. But thanks to her, I got really into, and I work in tech, but I wasn't into like Twitter and all of that. But thanks to her, I got to learn about all these different communities online and things. Um, And I got to come up with, um, you know, the format and be creative about it. So it was really cool with just being able to have this this platform to be creative. Uh, I am creative in a lot of different aspects, but it was really cool to get into the podcasting technology. And just um, working with Josh has been amazing he's always full of ideas and you know keeps us organized because we're all over the place um so for me it was putting a voice out there that I felt like as I started listening to some of the popular podcasts wasn't out there like Mm. you know some of the popular ones I feel like there's a lot of negativity a lot of rants but they weren't bringing us back to a positive spiritual place so um I like that we had the opportunity to do that. And also, I grew up Christian. Um, and at the same time, I just saw the hypocrisy with a lot of Christians. Mm. So I wanted this platform to just be able to laugh about that. Um, as well as for me, for the first time, it just really encouraged me to be in pop culture, you know, definitely with Sister Pisces and that. Um, and then rekindling it with the Rev, the wife. I just thought it was an opportunity for us to put more of that spiritual voice out there. Um, but definitely, it's, it's always yeah. been kind of a, a lighthearted hobby for me. Um, it never was something that I was truly, truly invested in running, you know, like as a business. And there, and I just, mm. with other things that we have going on, I just felt like we weren't using it to grow. I felt like it didn't align kind of with my brands. I have a company that I want to start this year um, dealing with education okay. and kids. So me on here like ranting and cursing mm. probably isn't the best look. But it's, <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. Say <laughs> it's a look, not the best. Um, no judgment. You know, y'all, them kids cussing and being cussed out at home. But, you know, got <laughs> to keep it clean. Um but it's been a lot of fun. It's been really awesome just having mm. conversations with people, um, getting to know them, uh, seeing their sense of humor come out on the podcast. And I like that we've been promoting so many positive things. And yeah, it's, it's definitely been a blessing. And I'm not the most vocal person. So it's actually, I mean, definitely has encouraged me to be more vocal and to find my voice, which is awesome. Oh, that's really, really beautiful. So, Miss Penny, yeah, I, um, I'm sorry. No, you go ahead, Sean. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I know, like, that Jesus is weeping about 
this podcast leaving, you know, this spiritual podcast in this space. Um, it's clouded by a lot of like non-spiritual podcasts, but also like <laughs> personally, like I'm kind of <laughs> weeping about it as well because it's like we don't have a lot of like LGBTQ plus podcasts, you know, and I know like y'all haven't like talked about that a ton, you know, but it's just like, yeah, it's like cool to know that like, you know, like I can hear some opinions of like some, you know, some, some like, you know, people of color who also are like, you know, within like the queer LGBTQ plus community. And so like, I feel like my voice is, is out there and it's mm. nice to hear what y'all feel mm. about current events, what y'all are thinking about, like, you know, how society is handling certain things and stuff like that. So I like it. Yay. Thank you for saying that. And, and thank and, you for your continuous support. Like yes. you spent your time. Of course. Multiple episodes coming here and we'll and, walk into your house and hear an episode playing. And you feel pointed out the <laughs> with the episode with a bitch upload the wrong file. So that's all been appreciated for oh. <laughs> So Sister Penny put together a list of moments, highlighting moments, a sort of best of list on the podcast. Sister Penny, you want to share that? Yes. So being petty as I am, I want to start with our most trifling guest, (laughs) and that's Will Riley. So he brought his Republican ass over here and was talking all sorts of nonsense. Get me all riled yeah. up. I was not in the best mood that day. See, I feel like we need to be <laughs> so equal I opportunity, not judging people just because they're Republicans. And he was Trifling. like the one Republican we had. He I was not on that episode either. I was like, no more Republican ass. No. <laughs> oh, man. James. Uh, yes. Was James a Republican on the podcast, yes. though? Okay. He didn't say it, I don't think, but he was okay. like pro-Trump. Okay. Throw mm. his ass in there, too. James, too. So you just anti all the Republicans, All then. the Republicans were the trifling. Um, our most frequented special guest is, of course, Sean. Yes. Three-peat. Yes. Three-peat. I love it. That's <laughs> yes. good. Yeah, we got a hashtag three-peat. <laughs> yes. <in the> episode. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, our favorite drink on the show absolutely has been the White Claw. <laughs> Yeah, I, we got lit on that episode. <laughs> Our friends got lit. Everybody was drinking the same thing. We some and my people boss smoked. got that as a present for me for staying late. Yeah, it was free. Yes, yes. that makes it the best. That's what's up? And yeah. afterwards, a few of us in the group. Um, that was when um, Donna and Brooke were on recently, and a few people in the group got may have smoked, and we went a few to people. get cracked chicken. <laughs> after the episode cracked chicken and the place was not open and we just sat outside buzz and smoking looking at people walk up to the cracked chicken mm. place get mad that it was closed and walk it off and still stuff. haven't had cracked chicken <laughs> that was hilarious it's the last podcast and I'm sure they're closed today so we're ending this era without having ever tasted this cracked crack chicken the chicken the number okay. one center cousin Ashley cousin Ashley was a guest on the podcast and was probably a center twice by me, just with her trifling nature. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that is our number one center. And oh, our most Ashley. listened to episode was titled, We're Laughing While Black. Oh, we're hashtag laughing while black, a little bougie, and just not that into you. And that was back um, <laughs> with Sister Pisces and myself. Um... We were talking about these nuts dating. 
Nicki Minaj's statue at Madame Toussaint's and Blackface. Mm-hmm. So that was the highest one. Yes. An episode to throw away was Drunken Bickering, <laughs> episode 27. <laughs> Me and the Rev. Josh is over here cracking up. That was a hard episode. It really was. Me I don't and know the Rev almost came to blows. And, I don't know we what was going on. We fought on the way to the podcast, oh. fought during the podcast, and y'all were not mm. feeling it. Y'all were not feeling it. So it was our lowest <laughs> ranked podcast. That's why I said lessons yeah. learned. I learned a lot from this podcast. And our number, <laughs> yes, our number one fan has been Carrie Smith, a friend of Sister Patty. Aww, uh, I'm sorry, of Sister Pisces. And Carrie is great. I got to meet Carrie at Disneyland when she came in from Florida. Lovely. But I will say Carrie. Oh, and I hope I got her name right. I know I got her name right. Mm-hmm. If not, I will correct it. But Carrie paid <laughs> for an entire episode, sponsored a whole episode. So she was forever in my book. Wow. The the That's number cool. one guest. I mean, number one fan. All right. Now it's time for our last confession. This is our confession. Mm. Interesting. I feel like, sis, think think if you have one, Sean. Um, and I'm going to toss this off to, to Sister Petty, who I know who does. I always got something yes. I need to confess and repent over. Amen. Um, so at this life-changing meditation retreat, there was a session with a shaman. And a shaman is kind of like, if you're Catholic, an exorcist. Like, they get rid of all the negative energy. They they do the cleansing. You know, they, they, they come out and they... This shaman had the drums going, you know, at the event. We had the lights dim. We're all in the room. Drums going boom, 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 boom. And the shaman started chanting and the shaman started, you know, with the sage and whatnot. And at this point, I just had to leave the room. Something came over me and I was like, this is not for me. Let me exit the room. I think the spirit told her to get her ass and out. We don't need that negative I, I energy I was a in demon here. that was being yes. saged out of the room. Oh, damn. And it was successful then. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it works, y'all. Get a shaman <laughs> to sage yourself yeah. out the room. Um, I'm, I'm sorry I laughed when you said the exorcist, you know, because it was just like, it, I immediately just thought of the movie and yeah. So anyway. But just anyway, listen no, to- No shade to anybody's spiritual practices. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sorry if I saged. I mean, shit it on your spiritual practice. I don't mean to. But I was sitting there, and a lot of people described, you know, when it talks about the shaman, like this cleansing, this getting removed of the demon. And I just felt like I need to remove myself. Like, my whole, every cell of my body (laughs) just needed to exit the room. (laughs) (laughs) So I need to revisit. I need to revisit that. You know, throughout the year, process that for that was real. For real, we had we went to the spiritual center that we go to now that hosts Spirit Uncensored. It is called Ahaya Center for Spiritual Living in Pasadena. The very first time we went to meditation there, they have a kahuna who's basically a Hawaiian version <laughs> of a shaman. A shaman light. Okay. Well, I, it's just a different cultural experience. Like you know, it's there's some that are of the Native American tradition. The Hawaiian tradition, they're they're called kahunas. And he he led this meditation where he directed everyone to look at his third eye. And he said, you may see my face contort in a certain way or think something might be different. And 
but know that whatever it is that you see is a reflection of you. Miss Sister Patty, you go ahead and you speak for yourself. You tell the story as to what happened when you participate in this meditation. You know, I did this thorough concentration of, of this guy's third eye. And it's like a lot of times when you fixate and look at one thing for a period of time. But you know, she justifying like it before you hear it first. Can I? This is my yes. experience, my story. So I was just Speak looking, 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 staring. And then, you know, you're 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 narrowing your eyes. You got two eyes on the side of your head. You're narrowing mm-hmm. them to one focal point. And for me, he looked like a demon. <laughs> so I got the hell up so out funny. of there, too. He looked like a demon, even okay. though what was supposed so that to was happen <laughs> is whatever you saw was a reflection, was reflection of yourself. Of and I was like... Miss Petty <laughs> saw a demon and got hot and got the hell out of there the and didn't even come to church. Just stayed... Spent the entire time of church in the car because she was traumatized by what she saw on this man's forehead. Wow. So traumatic. Yes. So I agree. Miss Petty, Sister Petty does have some some room for growth around maybe casting out some demons she got inside. Mm, I don't know. I like I my don't demons. Know. They ain't going nowhere. I don't know. They keep me, <laughs> they keep me company. <laughs> hey, okay, do what you gotta do. So my my confession is. I I received a message that informed me that I had outed somebody last month. And mm. they were absolutely right. I had not only did I out them, but I, I I had all of the information to recognize that I was outing somebody and I really really fucked up in that vein. And oh. it was in some ways I'm 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 sad to have hurt this person. You know, I understand how difficult it is that when somebody when when you feel like somebody betrays your trust to have to send them a message and let them know that what they did was wrong. I'm sure that was difficult. And, and I give this pre- this person and gave them a lot of credit for telling me to my face, you know, because they, they easily said, fuck her and, you know, talk shit about me behind my back. But told me to my face, look, we're not cool anymore for this reason. And I had a lot of respect for that. But the other piece of it that I found gratitude in was the fact that the idea, the concept of outing somebody is so far outside of my purview that that it didn't even cross my mind that that's what was happening. That like the whole concept of being outed was just nothing I'd even, that I think about anymore because I'm so mm. embedded mm-hmm. in a community of people who are so comfortable. Like it, it just hasn't been an issue, a thing. Like, you know how we you mentioned how earlier about people who... Um, often don't like their uh, what the the show work in progress called is your dead name of once people transition mm-hmm. with gender identity using the name of 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 how they were assigned at, at birth is not the name you know there's a whole thing around that and I have a lot of conscious awareness around it but the idea of outing somebody is not something I've thought about in many many years like the entire time I've lived in LA that I don't it, there's a difference between like if somebody makes an appointment with me as a reverend, if you, if somebody makes a counseling appointment with me, everything that we talk about, not only is it never shared, but I'm never ever going to bring it up to anybody or that person themselves. But like outside of the context of a spiritual counseling session that I'm, I don't have a conscious awareness or thought about the fact that outing somebody is something, is is an issue, is a problem. is something that you have Mm. to make sure not to do. It's just, i LA has been so safe for me that I have that the idea of being outed is so far from me. So I'm confessing the fact 
that I did this horrible thing, but I'm also grateful for the fact that I I feel so safe enough in the city that I didn't even process the fact that I was doing something horrible at the time. All right. Do you have a confession for us, Sean? I do, yes. Um, Yeah, so I have been really flaky lately. Okay. Like, I have um, have been very hesitant to, like, one, like, to full-on RSVP yes to events. Mm-hmm. And then, like, so I've been, like, more leaning into maybes. And then even when I, like, I have, like, been like, okay, yes, I'm going to go to this thing. Sometimes I have just ended up not going at the mm-hmm. last minute. And I know, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, like, uh, um, yeah, it's just, like, I definitely am a person who, like, prides myself on showing up when I say I'm going to show up, being consistent in people's lives because I feel like it's important. And I haven't been in integrity around that lately. And so, yeah, like, I want to honor the agreements that I've made. And I also, like, I miss my community. I miss my people. And so, um, yeah, so, like, I'm committed to or recommitting to, like, really showing up in the lives of the people that I care about and like showing up more for events so I can like quit like yeah worrying about FOMO and not being in integrity and just like be with my people. Mm. All right. Yes. Can I interrupt? Yes, do it. Or not interrupt. Are you are you done, Sean? Oh, I'm done. Thanks. Okay. I just want to mention this things that black people take seriously real quick list that I just saw on Facebook. Really? Number one really? is spades. This is so yes. random. This is like really random though. And, and bid whist. I'm going to add that to it. And number two, our check. Oh, yeah. Our paycheck. I be so oh, unbothered yeah. at work and, and I'm like, is my money messed up? Okay, thanks. Um, Knowing who's all <laughs> over there, that's me. Not oh, eating damn. everybody's cooking. That is so me. People take it off running in public. I'm sure go run. I don't know what the hell you running oh, for. Oh, for sure. Before I figure it out. Right. That, Who did the body at concern. the funeral? That one actually isn't mine. Brandy versus Monica. This is ridiculous because Monica all the way. Stepping <laughs> on shoes. Do not step on my shoes. Sitting and facing the exit a door. That is totally me. And clocking out on time. You know, not 4.55. Not 5.01, but exactly 5 o'clock. Like, as soon as a second, mm. like, I'm right there, ready to go. Okay, sorry. This is Sister Penny's last last it. time of jumping into a <laughs> podcast with something random that she was on Facebook <laughs> instead of actually paying attention to this podcast that we're recording right now. I ain't paying attention. Uh-huh. I heard everything okay. she said okay. about being for like... But the, I mean, you know... And you about talking too much. Like, what <laughs> am I missing? Damn. Damn. Okay. One of the uh, one of the things that I was talking about, like that, I think is really great about your podcast. Again, it's just like you know having a podcast with people of color, queer people, and stuff. So like, yeah, I love the list. I'm I'm here for it. Yeah, you know, we're I'm glad colored. That, uh, yeah, that you okay. read that. That's yeah. what it is. That's what <laughs> it colored. is. Oh God. Oh God. We are not. We are not. Any white pe- people watching? We are not colored. Okay, <laughs> or listening? We're not colored. Now it's time for our sinners and saints. Sister Petty is, you know, I'm just going to jump in with my center is is Sister Petty. That's just what it is. Wow. She is my (laughs) saint, my center. And I'm glad, I'm glad this is our last episode of our podcast. (laughs) Organizing and producing. Are you going to tell us why? Yes. Organizing and producing this podcast is, is an endeavor. So I've mentioned Uh in several other episodes that we have this outline that we kind of go by. 
And Sister Petty not only doesn't really do any effort to kind of get through it and follow the outline, like she just kind of shows up and does whatever the fuck. And so it has been my job to kind of move us on on to the next level. (laughs) She has a tendency to just kind of throw things in literally while while we are literally recording it. She'll just kind of like bust out with something. Sometimes she'll just get up and go to the bathroom and just leave the studio altogether. So got to pee. Oh, damn. So I I don't know what this next version of the podcast consists of. And whether it is Sister Petty and I together, I don't know. But I can say... Oh, damn. She breaking up with you, girl. <laughs> it's she so hard. <laughs> that this part of it, the, those pieces of it are parts that I will not miss. That's that's where I am. Oh. And that's why she's Let me get that's, to volunteer for her Sunday service and the spontaneity that goes on. No, I'm just kidding. I will mm. not be petty. <laughs> so for me... My center is, again, Cousin Ashley. And we visited Cousin Ashley in Jackson over the holiday for the first time and got to meet her adorable little toddler. And Ashley would not let her toddler, Alex, be great. And and that just frustrated me. Alex had her own agenda. She wanted to be a strong, independent woman. And Ashley was just like, no. So that's who my center is. Support the youth, support their independence, support their autonomy. Oh, no. I thought yes. Ashley went, went out of her way and bent over backwards for that baby. Anything that baby said she wanted, hmm. book, chips, no, whatever she I was going to. I saw Alex falling out on the floor because Ashley would not let her do what she wanted to do. She wanted to see Christmas. I don't know. She was all in the I don't know. I, I support my cousin Ashley. I support my cousin <laughs> I Ashley. I support uh, Team Alex. Yes. I mean, <laughs> there, I obviously wasn't there. There are two yeah. sides, to, well, three sides to every story. So true. And also, I want to point out, like, that there is a big difference between supporting someone in terms of getting their, like, tangible physical needs met mm-hmm. and supporting someone in terms of getting their emotional needs met. Mm-hmm. And I think y'all might be talking about something different, you know? Yeah, I feel like Alex's emotional needs were not met. Therefore, she had a meltdown on the floor. Mm-hmm. I saw Ashley That's bend fair. all the way over backwards for that toddler. i never seen a toddler just bossing an adult around like that before. <laughs> that was my first time. Team Alex. But that's me. Sean, you got a center for us? Nope. All I right. don't believe in those. All right. I so, love it. Moving on to Saints. Who's your saint, Sister Petty? So, for me, the saint is Team Alex. Team Alex was great and inspired me. I'm about celebrating my wins, big or small, in 2020. Mm. Not caring what people think. And every time Alex went to go potty, Alex said, I peed. Hashtag, I peed is is my new 2020. (laughs) And also, Akili, her dad, was super sweet. She would always celebrate. I peed. It was so cute. Yeah. And I've been saying that as I do my as I celebrate my little win since since seeing yes. All right. Celebrate everything. My saint is also Sister Petty. Oh. <gasps> so even though there have been 
challenges associated with producing this podcast with her. It was Sister Petty's idea to restart the podcast to begin with. It, she she helped create the space. And as she said, she supports me in everything that I ever want to do. Oh, she um, participates. Mm-hmm. She helps market everything that I do. She comes up with really good ideas for everything that I have going on. And so she's been she's been a, a wonderful partner. And 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 I don't mean like wife. She's a great wife, too. But in regards to like a business partner in some ways, she's been a, a really incredible partner. And my my personal intention around 2020 is really allowing being somebody that, that we're playing to each other's strengths, that both of us are mm. able to support one another and encourage one another and utilize each other's strengths and really get move forward in the next level of the way that we support each other in 2020. So I'm, I'm grateful for the fact that she brought this podcast to me, that she encouraged me to do it and has been a champion for this and everything that I ever do. And I'm grateful. All right. I can appreciate being That's a saint. Beautiful. Do you have a saint for us, Sean? I have, I have two saints all right. for y'all. All right. And it's, yeah, it's the two of you. All but, right. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And the reason that y'all are my saints this week is uh, that, like, man, y'all just, like, accept yourselves exactly as you are. Like, you know that you, um, you have unique needs, you have unique challenges, whatever. But it's like you each individually accept yourselves exactly um, as you are. You own your truth. You speak your truth in bold and beautiful ways. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, you know, like the youth has a lot to learn from that. And also full grown adults have a lot to learn. And so I appreciate that you, Karen, or the Rev, are like, you know, like stepping up and leading your spiritual community and inspiring people, you know, and like doing workshops and events and speaking engagements so that you can you know, teach more people like how to just comfortably speak their truth and live their best lives. And I love um, Sister Petty that you're out there, you know, teaching the youth and, the you know, charity. like being an active part of these organizations. Yeah. And these charities so that you can inspire other folks. And so that also so that like, yeah, young people in tech and stuff can see, you know, people who who look like them stepping up and doing great things and you help them to be great. Wow. Mm-hmm. I got Thank two you. compliments on one day. Two saints. Yay. That's awesome. <laughs> that that yeah. may never happen in my life again. <laughs> so for our spiritual affirmation today, Sister Petty, you just wrote your eulogy at your funeral. I don't even know what this means. Can you explain this, this to me and everyone when I, else? When I saw it. What you mean by this? <laughs> oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. So a book that this has had Oh, excuse me. So a book that's had a powerful influence on me this year is Abundance Now. Mm. Which is Lisa Nichols' book, right? Lisa Nichols' book, Mm -hmm. yes. We had the pleasure of meeting Lisa Nichols last month. Oh, my God. It was so powerful. So she had this conference, Speak to Make Millions. And I'm not speaking a speaker. Right I'm speaking right to make millions. And I'm not a speaker or a writer. So I was going along with Karen. I'm a Lisa Nichols fan. I'm like, great. She wrote Chicken Soup for the African-American Soul as well, as well as she was one of the authors of The Secret. So I get yes. there, and it was such a leadership, self-empowering type of event. Mm. And they had this um, moment in there where you do what she called your snap. 
where you tell something you do and the impact. The it's like your elevator pitch. Yes, yeah, your elevator pitch. But it has like three things that, three benefits that somebody can provide. So it's not just the who am I. It's also yes. here are three things I can say really quickly as to what my services are and how they benefit you. Right. And you at the end, you ask how can um, the person you're talking to help. But it was so powerful because I walked in there not knowing what the hell I was going into. Like there was some pre-work that I wasn't aware of. And I was like, oh, shit, let me find something that I really want to do and really want to get help with. And that birthed this idea of um, this company I want to start in educational technology. And also in this book by Lisa Nichols, Abundance Now, like what would your eulogy say about you? It just... She emphasized that during the conference a little bit. And it just made me think about, are the actions that I'm taking today what I want to be known for? Mm. Are the actions that I take today on purpose with what my true calling is? So as I had the approaching or 40 and hitting 40 last year, my mom retiring, it just made me think about what impact I want to have throughout my career? How do I want to spend my day? And figuring out truly to my to my core, like what my purpose is on this planet. And it just really, mm-hmm. this just really inspires, <clears throat> has inspired me since I met Lisa Nichols and has inspired me with setting my goals up for 2020 and beyond. So, I mean, it's a, it's a I guess you think of it as a rhetorical question. Um, maybe you can answer for yourself, maybe not, but it's just something that just reminds me of thinking about whether or not I'm living on purpose. So I happen to have. Yes. Can I answer that? Oh, uh, don't, no, you, no, go ahead, Sean, do it. Yeah, I, I love that. And um, yeah, like just thinking about it as you were talking, mine would be just helping people to know more love mm. and power in their lives mm-hmm. through speaking their truth. Love it. Love it. This is why you and I are friends. Mm-hmm. So thank you. <laughs> I, I just happened to have homework during ministerial class many years ago where we had, I shouldn't say many years ago. In fact, it was 2014 when I had to write a eulogy for myself. And I just happened to have it in my Google Doc. So mm. I'm going to read it for y'all since Miss Petty can bust out with lists. I could bust out with my ministerial homework from five years ago. All right. So it was part of it was involved designing the funeral and the whole thing. But I'm just going to read my eulogy to myself. Man, Karen lived a full life. She lived fearlessly and was truly dedicated to living her best life and encouraged others to do the same. Anytime anyone came to Karen with a problem, she told them to get over it. Anytime Mm -hmm. anyone came to Karen with her fears, she told them to get over it. Anytime anyone came to Karen with a bottle of wine and a broken heart, first she got herself a glass, then she told them to get over it. And she took her own advice. Karen didn't have to forgive anything because nothing ever ever bothered her. Somebody would probably yell, yeah, right, when I say this. Karen loved the quote, be the change you wish to see in the world and was dedicated to being the change she wished to see. She inspired us all to do the same. She spoke her mind, lived courageously, generously, and open-minded. She was argumentative as hell, but was, mm. wasn't as stubborn as Ew. she probably would have wanted to be, as she would have wanted to be. She challenged people, but that's only because she wanted people to think bigger, dream bigger, and challenge people to be the best version of themselves. 
She understood that the change she wanted to see in the world was a loving, with loving, respectful, respectful and fun. And that's exactly what Karen was. She believed and loved and loved deeply. She especially loved her wife, Ronnie. Oh, that's me. As at Karen and Ronnie's wedding, they gave out these rocks as wedding favors because they recognized their relationship wasn't just about them. As the Mm. changes they wish to see in the world, they recognized that their relationship served as an inspiration to others. They recognized that love wasn't about fairy tales. It was making choices that serve them individually and each other. Their commitment to each other was a divine decision to support one another and remind each other that they are God, just as everyone here has grown to understand. And these rocks simply served as a reminder to everyone who attended their wedding that these choices to live in faith, prayer, love, joy, relaxation, gratitude, and balance are part of an understanding of choosing to live as one, with and as God. Karen's memory will live in our hearts. It will live in the way she would have wanted it to. Not in sadness, but in appreciation of what she came here to do. She knew what was hers to do and did it in every way possible. To know that she is God, to express as God, and to be the change she wishes to see in the world, inspiring us all to do the same. Our our hymn to celebrate the fact that this is our very last podcast. You waited for me. Known by Mary J. Blige. Are you ready, Sister Betty? We're starting in the chorus. Oh, perfect. We are going to start in the chorus. Okay. That's what it is. Well, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to shed no tears. No, I'm not going to cry. It's not the time. Because you're not worth my tears. Well, I'm not well, going to cry. cry. I'm not <laughs> going to cry. I'm not going to shed no tears. No, I'm not going to cry. It's not the time. Cause you're, you're not worth my tears. tears. Mm-hmm. I guess we're not worth the tears. That's what it is. I know there are no guarantees. In love, you take your chances. But But somehow somehow it seems unfair to me. Look at the circumstances. Through sickness and health, till death do us part. Those were the words that we said from our hearts. So now when you say that you're leaving me, I don't get that part. Sean. Sean. Sean is yeah. like auto tune back there. Sean is auto tune. You have broken up so completely. Sean. Hello, hello. Yeah. Oh, great. You're back. You're back. For the closing. I can hear you. Oh, yes. Great. For the closing. Plug your website, Sean. Tell us who you are, where yes. you're at, where we can find you. Yes. Sean, S H A W N, at ourtouchpoints.com. And yeah, I'm a professional cuddler, aka platonic touch practitioner. I not only am there for people who want more hugs or snuggles, but also for people who are trying to work on their boundaries so that they can be more empowered, badass, loving versions of themselves. Mm. And you can find me um, through our touch points on Instagram. You can also find me on Facebook. Um, with touch points, cuddles, and community as well. And oh, and YouTube too, uh, Sean, S 
H-A-W-N Coleman, C-O-L-E-M-A-N. I have like a lot of great videos on YouTube talking about like boundaries, how to honor them, how to get clear on what you need and all of that good jazz. And last but not least, I have a very new workshop coming up. Um, it's actually a series called Boundaries Bootcamp coming up on January 26th. That is going to be amazing. And it's going to allow the people who join sign up for that to just know their power in magnificent ways. So please look into that. All right. Fantastic. Thank you for joining us for our final podcast. And Oh, my pleasure. Though, I don't know, I'm sure the Drunken Church Ladies brands will still exist online. I don't think we're deactivating any anything anytime <laughs> soon. Um, Miss Sister Petty is a little anonymous, but... For me, um, for the Rev, you can follow Spirit Uncensored or Rev Karen Frost on all things on YouTube, yeah. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm Rev Karen Frost on all things. Um, like I said, Spirit Uncensored, we meet on the second Sunday of the month at 430 in Pasadena at the Ohio Center for Spiritual Living. And also I am leading an online program about being a badass at making money. So you can sign up for that on my website. Miss Petty, any closing thoughts, feelings, anything you want to share before it's your final word? Wow, my final word. <coughs> um, live long and prosper, everyone. Enjoy life. Don't take shit okay. too seriously. Mm. Um, I think that's it. Follow us on social. Maybe we'll, we'll occasionally post what we're up to just so you can keep in touch. And who knows what tomorrow Aww. brings. Have a blessed new decade. Yes. Peace out. Yes. For the last time. Oh, wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do y'all have, have a recommendation of similar podcasts or podcasts that y'all feel like people could follow in your absence? That's a good question. Um, maybe I'll think it's about that you more could think about Yeah, and then maybe we'll post, post it. I, I yes. always like Perfect. the read. The read is my kind of standby podcast but i'll think of some others if you're in the south the jackson transplants podcast that's with my cousin ashley j s n transplants i mean she's really funny really you know intelligent has interesting guests and perspectives on things um and follow her she's pretty woke as we like to say <laughs> yeah but we'll, we'll definitely tweet some out Thank Perfect. You. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks for the, the question and peace out for the last time. It's so easy. It's so easy. It's so easy. It's so easy to rise in love. I say again. It's so easy. It's so easy. It's so easy. It's so easy to rise in love. Now take it back.